Are you looking for more work-life balance, more time and freedom, and making your life more manageable and fulfilling? There are ways to save time and manage your workload effectively. With the right tools and strategies, you can balance the demands of work, family, and even find some much-deserved time for yourself. If you're able to successfully manage your daily tasks, you can focus on what really counts, your team, the families you serve, and creating a time-freedom lifestyle for yourself. On the other hand, if you're constantly struggling with time management and don't have the support necessary to make the most of your day, you may end up feeling overwhelmed and not able to operate a successful early childhood business. Trying to figure out how to create more time in your day for the things that matter most can feel like a pipe dream. Don't let busyness and stress get in the way of that dream. Today, I'm providing some practical strategies so you can make the most of your time and focus on what you decide matters most. Kelly Peak. I've spent the past 26 years growing multiple million dollar early childhood businesses. I'm here to help you navigate both the messy and magical seasons of your early childhood business with simple, actionable strategies. It is my goal to make your life a little easier working with our most prized possessions in life. If you're ready to control the chaos, ditch the exhausting overwhelm, and keep the joy, then be sure to join us at kellypeak.com. Well, hi there, and welcome to today's episode of the Early Childhood Business Made Easy podcast. I am Kelly Peak, and as you know, I help early childhood business owners and managers to implement profitable business operation strategies so they can find more time and freedom without the chaos and overwhelm. Now, it can be difficult to manage your time as an early childhood business owner or manager while balancing the demands of running your school, play cafe, enrichment program, or other early childhood business while spending time with your own family and taking care of yourself. Are you looking for ways to manage your time and balance the demands of running your EC business, spending time with your family, and taking care of yourself? Well, today I hope to provide solutions with practical tips and strategies for saving time and streamlining processes, as well as tools to help you operate your early childhood business more efficiently. Now, I know firsthand that feeling of overwhelm, trying to do all the things while keeping all the trains moving on time and on all of the right tracks. You might be feeling overwhelmed by the daily tasks of operating your early childhood business, The pressure to meet the daily demands, such as managing your team, handling finances, and ensuring the safety and well-being of the children you serve. You feel pulled in multiple directions and not able to find a balance between work and personal life. Trying to figure out how to create more time in your day for the things that matter most can feel like a pipe dream. But don't let busyness and stress get in the way of that dream. Today, I am providing some practical strategies and tips so you can manage and make the most of your time and focus on what you decide matters most. Number one, we're going to talk about planning your ideal week based on the quarterly goals you set. Number two, creating a startup and shutdown plan that you can actually stick to. And number three, the best ways to ask for help when needed. It is possible to have a time-freedom lifestyle with more work-life balance, and by implementing the right tools and strategies, you can overcome any workload and time management challenges. If you're able to successfully manage your daily tasks, you can focus on what really counts, your team, the families you serve, and creating a time-freedom lifestyle for yourself. On the other hand, if you're consistently struggling with time management and don't have the support necessary to make the most of your day, you may end up feeling overwhelmed and not able to operate your successful EC business. 
You will continue to feel overwhelmed and stressed, which can negatively impact your work and your personal life. You may not have the time for your family and your personal well-being. You'll be stuck in the same cycle of feeling overwhelmed and not being able to find a balance between your work and your personal life. Now, are you tired of feeling like the weight of operating your EC business is on your shoulders alone? I get it. I struggled in the beginning with managing time and balance and balancing the demands of operating my EC business, my family time, and my own personal well-being as well. I understand the unique challenges and the pain points that you face. For me, that big aha moment came when my oldest daughter, Kennedy, was in elementary school. I had recently left kinder care and was operating my first two early childhood businesses, Peak Academy Boutique Preschools and Play Cafe Indoor, uh, Play Boutique Indoor Play Cafes. I was completely overwhelmed trying to do all the things. But at the time, there was no way we could afford a nanny or extra help with my own kids. And even if we could, I wouldn't have allowed it. That was the whole reason I left the corporate world, right? Because I never had time for my girls. The whole reason for starting my own business was so I could have more time for them. But I only recreated that overwhelm of no time. And I also added the stress of having to now be financially responsible for everything. That was one stress I didn't have when I was working for someone else. My goal was to be done by 3.30 so I could meet her at home when she got off the bus at 4 p.m. When she was in first grade, she wasn't old enough to be home alone. Every day was a constant struggle to leave my preschool and play cafe in order to be home on time for her. Looking back now, I can feel that stress. It was piercing. I was lucky enough to have the most amazing neighbors who were usually always there and waited the extra 10 minutes with their own kiddos for me to roll in late. But it wasn't until Kennedy mentioned something really simple about those moms being there for her. Now, she probably doesn't remember this today. And looking back on it now, it probably wasn't as powerful as I thought it was in the moment. But it hit me hard that day. In that moment, I realized I was doing everything in my power to make sure other people's children were well cared for and put first at the expense of my own daughter. It was then that I realized I had to clean up my act. I had to get organized and I had to figure out a better time management process that would allow me to make sure my daughter felt and knew that I was there for her. So today, I want to provide you with some practical tips and strategies for saving time to help you operate your early childhood business more efficiently. Whether you're new to EC business or you're a manager that's been around for years, hopefully these tips will help you achieve more work-life balance and more of a time-freedom lifestyle. Now, the first one is planning out your ideal week based on your quarterly goals. As you know, those little daily fires, well, they keep us feeling chaos and overwhelm. They keep us on a wheel because they keep happening every single day. You cannot avoid them, no matter how well you plan. You have to have a planning system that acts as a containment system and can control any chaos that comes your way. If you constantly try to eliminate it, that struggle will exhaust and overwhelm you. So as many of you have heard me share before, I created my own planning process that's been super successful for me. With my Time Freedom Lifestyle Planner, I have more work-life balance than I ever could have dreamed. Now, no, it's not perfect. And yes, some days are really, really hard. But I no longer go weeks feeling like I'm drowning and full of guilt because I'm sacrificing my family for other people's children. 
The ideal week is a major part of my planning process. It is where you will plan out a typical week with specific action steps you take from your quarterly plan that you already mapped out. You will have time set aside for extended work on similar projects in order to streamline your week. Your ideal week weekly strategy strategy sheets guide you through the entire process. For more specifics on how to come up with your quarterly plan, be sure to check out the Early Childhood Business Made Easy podcast episode number 59, where I go into more detail all about planning your quarterly goals. I want to make sure you understand one thing here. Your ideal week, well, that is just what it is. They are ideal. These ideal weeks will not happen every single week. Your ideal week is a template to follow as you closely can, while understanding that things, well, they come up. You'll never be able to execute it perfectly every week, and that's okay. I don't even know if I've ever had a perfect week with my ideal week. However, without it, I would be a mess. It is a guide I use to navigate through those small daily fires. I can see what needs to be done and what might need to be moved to next week if one of those fires have to become a priority for that day. A weekly planning routine will ensure you no longer wake up in a fog, but instead feel a sense of purpose and momentum in your life and your business. When you adhere to a weekly planning routine like this, you'll experience more clarity and productivity. With this as part of your morning ritual, your daily routine, you will begin every day focused on the important things and on tasks that you need to get done to accomplish your quarterly goals so you don't get distracted with work that doesn't move those goals forward. This weekly planning tool will help you establish a daily routine that will pull together all the elements we have worked on throughout our day. I go into far more detail with you about the weekly and daily planning process I use in our Time Freedom Planner. We begin with what we call the weekly strategy sheets. You learn how to plan your best year. You you can check more out if you're interested in our work-life bundle at kellypeak.com. Now, when working with kiddos, those fires, they come up daily, causing chaos and uncertainty. When things feel uncertain, it's normal that we often try to seize control wherever we can find it. Instead of anticipating adaptability and knowing where to be flexible, we focus on putting out that immediate fire with short-term solutions. But there is a real cost to that reaction. For one, it's exhausting. This approach puts us and our business in a constant state of reaction, which can drain our resources, our morale, and just our overall energy. Instead of simply reacting to curveballs or being distracted by those daily fires, we can incorporate the unknown into our planning process. We can embrace it. By committing to a weekly planning ritual, you will regain control of your life, your business, and have your most productive year yet and live a life of meaning. Be sure to check out a free resource we created for you, Planning Your Ideal Week Strategy Sheet. It's at kellypeak.com where you will find more information about this podcast episode. There you'll also find more amazing tips on nurturing your team that stays and grows with you. Number two, creating a startup and shutdown plan that you can stick to. Now this may seem super simple and you might even think it's unimportant. However, do you have a very specific thing or things that you do before you start work or very specific things you do when you wrap up your work? Now, when I find a system that really works and I stick to it, that's when I know I'm in the zone because I too struggle with consistency, just like everybody else, just like all of you out there. But this has been something that has worked for me. So I'm excited to share it with you because it's so simple and easy to do. These routines allow me to start my day off right. 
They allow me to end my day in a way that feels good to me and I feel like I have more clarity. I can knock out certain tasks and ultimately increase my productivity for my early childhood businesses. So what you want to do is block off about 10 to 20 minutes in the morning and 10 to 20 minutes in the afternoon. Now I get it. It may feel a little difficult at first to find even an extra 20 minutes, but start small. I did. In the beginning, I started very small. I just forced myself to do one of the things I had planned in my routine and try to come up with a process that I would do every day. Now, today, I do about 20 to 30 minutes. 20, 30, 20 to 30 minutes is the zone that works for me. I enjoy them now, and I actually look forward to these rituals. They are part of my self-care. You will figure out what works best for you. There are many different things that you could do to start or end the work portion of your day. You could do something like visualizing your day. Take five minutes, set an alarm, and visualize the kind of day you want to have. You could review your mantras. You could answer emails and text messages. You can check cello. You can check Slack. You can review your calendar. Review your big three in your ideal week plan. You can set appointments. These are all different things you can do, but have a clear picture of very specific things you would do for 10 minutes at the beginning of the day and 10 minutes at the end of the day to start really training your mind that you are ready to begin work and you are ready to be done with work. So then you can focus on that balance part of your life, your personal time. Let me share a few of mine with you really quickly. So in my startup ritual, what I do first is I make sure my space is ready for the day. For those of you that don't know me, I tend to be a little bit OCD. I like everything to be in its place. And even if the day brings nothing but chaos and overwhelm, I know I can sit in my space where it is clear of clutter and clear of overwhelm. Next, I review the day from my ideal week. I use my ideal weekly planning sheet. I've already planned it out for the week, so I look for any changes or additions I might need to make for that day, and then I keep focused on the three big tasks that I had planned to help me achieve my quarterly goals. I get my mind straight for the day, so I'm ready for any of that chaos or those little fires that might come up later. I make sure I have my favorite cup of black coffee and one of my favorite mugs. This takes me about 20 minutes. Again, this really becomes a self-care ritual for me. So what I try to do in my shutdown routines, let's talk about that next. For me, 90% of the time in my shutdown ritual is planning for the next day. Again, I review my ideal week, which includes my agenda and appointments for the next day, mentally preparing for anything I might need to do ahead of time. I do one final check of Slack and email to see if there is anything pressing I need to be aware of for tomorrow. And this is the most important one right here, right now. I want you to listen to me. If you are multitasking, come back. Again, one of the most important things you can do for yourself right here. I give myself permission not to finish everything. Let me repeat that. I give myself permission not to finish everything. Some things, well, they just have to wait. And I decide in my shutdown ritual, which are the ones that can wait. And if there are ones that can't wait, who can I delegate that task to? Again, this takes me about 10 to 30 minutes, depending on what I might have come up that day, or if I'm trying to delegate and involve others. You can also use your startup and shutdown rituals to take care of you, your mental health, your space, your physical body. You can include working out, meditating, taking your dog for a walk, prepping your kiddo's lunch. Other ways to start and end your day not related to work can become part of your startup and shutdown rituals. 
Remember, the more you take care of you, the better you will take care of your business. Okay, finally, number three, the best ways to ask for help when needed. Asking for help, I get it, can be one of the most difficult things we as proud EC business owners and managers can do. It can seem overwhelming just figuring out where to start. So let's start with a few simple ways you can get extra support you probably need to eliminate some of that overwhelm and free up more time. Let's look at outsourcing first. Outsourcing specific tasks can be an effective way to free up time and focus on more important responsibilities. Outsourcing refers to hiring an external company or individual to handle certain tasks or functions that are typically done by you in-house. Some examples of tasks that can be easily outsourced include bookkeeping and accounting tasks, such as maintaining financial records and preparing financial reports. These can be outsourced to a professional bookkeeping service or an accountant. I use both in my business and have for years. Marketing and advertising tasks, such as creating and managing social media campaigns and designing marketing materials, designing your website. These can be outsourced to a marketing agency or freelance marketer. Upwork, Um, Fiverr. There are so many great resources now where you can outsource at very minimal cost some of those heavy lifting marketing tasks. IT tasks, such as setting up and maintaining computer systems, networks, platforms, software, these can also be outsourced. Again, Fiverr, Upwork, there are lots of great people out there who want to work for an hourly wage and help you get these projects done. Administrative tasks, such as scheduling appointments, tours, handling phone calls, payroll processing, these can be outsourced to a virtual assistant or they can be automated. Now, this is a topic for a completely po- another podcast on its own, but there's a lot of automated platforms you can be using here. And finally, cleaning and maintenance tasks. I'm sure this is one you all are fully aware of, but who's cleaning the up- and keeping uh, care of your facility? That for sure can be outsourced by a cleaning company. By outsourcing these tasks, you can save time and focus on more important responsibilities, such as manage your team, creating fabulous programs, and interacting with the families and children you serve. You can focus on those tasks that truly bring you joy and that you really want to be focused on. Now, additionally, outsourcing can also help to improve the quality of the services you provide because those outside experts, well, they have more knowledge and expertise in their field than you do. So they can make that process even better with an end result that looks even better for your entire business. Now, another great way to add more support and save time is finding quality interns or volunteers to help with the day-to-day operations. I know this seems simple, but again, they're out there. Interns and volunteers are a great resource for easing the workload and freeing up valuable time. These individuals can take on a variety of tasks, such as classroom management, lesson planning, cafe management, building out your menus, administrative duties. All of this will help you alleviate that workload. Now, when looking for potential interns or volunteers, consider a variety of sources. One option is to reach out to local colleges or universities, especially if they have an education or child development program. These institutions have students looking for internships and volunteer opportunities to gain experience in the field. Another option is to post your job or uh, the, the volunteer opportunity on a job or volunteer listing on the online job boards or social media platforms. Now, in terms of qualifications, look for individuals who have a genuine interest in working with children, as well as a good attitude and strong work ethic. These are far more important than experience because most likely they're not necessarily going to be people who can be left alone with kiddos. So you need people who are really interested in getting the work done. 
It's important to find candidates who have the necessary qualifications that align with your goals. Now, it would be nice to have an education background, maybe an early child education, if there's any credentials they may need, but maybe for sure like a food handler's card or CPR, experience in program development, or maybe other related fields, depending on whatever task they will be assigned to. Additionally, look for candidates who possess strong communication and organizational skills, as well as the ability to work with your team. Now, remember, they may start off as a volunteer, but these could be end up people you want to hire and bring on board. So finding quality interns or volunteers, well, it can be a valuable asset for you and your team. They can help to alleviate your workload and they can provide valuable assistance with that day-to-day operations process. By implementing some of these time-saving tips, you can free up more time for yourself, your most important tasks and goals, and your personal well-being. There are many things happening throughout our day that create chaos and add to our overwhelm. But having a few systems in place to manage and clear the chaos is key to clarity and success. When a system is set in place and followed, it will help you create more time freedom. Remember, small changes, well, they can make a big difference. So start by taking one step at a time. In today's episode, I've shared some time-saving tips and strategies. Chances are you might have more questions related to planning your ideal week. So I wanted to remind you about that resource, your ideal week planning sheet that I put together. So you can find it at kellypeak.com where where you'll find more info about today's podcast episode. As usual, we hope that this episode brought you a fresh new perspective on the importance of putting in a little time and effort for a bigger payoff in the end. When you provide and adopt a few time-saving techniques, you are nurturing your personal well-being and your business. You will be spending less time on all those little daily fires. You can spend more time doing the things you truly enjoy, focusing on the things that really matter to you, your top priorities, your key relationships, your most important projects, all the things that will bring you more joy and your business more success. Now, if you're looking for more help when it comes to developing a successful early childhood business, including gaining more time and freedom without the chaos and overwhelm, please check out our Shine membership and our CEO mentorship programs. We are here to help you reach your goals. And also check out our new white work-life bundle I was talking about, where we teach you the process of planning your entire year so that you feel confident about reaching your goals and having time off to enjoy your family, your friends, and life outside of your work. What I call the time freedom lifestyle. I truly believe that when you plan with strategy intent, you are bound to have an even better year. Take care and have a great week. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. Are you ready to take your early childhood business to the next level? Then head over to kellypeak.com to join a community of other early childhood professionals who are ditching the chaos and the overwhelm and creating a business they love. I can't wait to see you there. Bye for now.